Okay. But you cannot stand the whole time. I'll sit in a second. Okay. Uh-oh, someone's getting sassy God. with our guest. <laughs> <laughs> if only the listeners could hear. Uh. <laughs> I'm Marla. And I'm Erica. And you're listening to Royal Tea, a podcast where we discuss all the latest royal family drama, obsess over Meghan Markle, gossip about love and romance, and just generally live vicariously through their busy lives. We have a very fun episode for you guys today. Uh, we'll be doing a really mm, interesting Meghan Markle-inspired activity. We'll be talking about uh, afternoon tea time etiquette, which will be fun. Oh, yeah. And uh, a lot more. So let's get into it. So to kick things off, I'm going to introduce our special guest today. Ooh, special guest. Yes. <laughs> She's in season three. Well, she's been in all the seasons, but the upcoming season three of One Day at a Time. <gasps> Great show. I know. And in the movie Greener Grass, which just got bought at Sundance and is going to be in South by Southwest. Ooh, big we deal. have Santina Muha. Hello. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having yeah. me. I just want to say I'm not in season one in case you're looking for me. Okay. But if you, season two and three of One Day at a Time on Netflix, there you'll see me. Just in case. I understand. Yeah. She's still a star. No. She should have been in the She's first season. She's a star. I, sh- I haven't watched the show yet, but I keep hearing people talk about it. It's, it's like a big, it's a big it's thing awesome. now. It's such a good show. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad when Norman Lear is your boss. You know what I mean? How yeah. was it working on it? Fun? Oh, it's so fun. I love it so much. You know, it's a spinoff, or not a spinoff, but um, a remake. What do you call those things? A reboot of the original One Day at a Time, which was on in the 80s and uh, 90s, and I, I don't know what it ended, but I used to watch it as a very little, little girl with Aww. my grandmother. Aww. And, um, you know, back then, Mackenzie Phillips played the daughter, and now I get to work with Mackenzie Phillips. She plays the the leader of the support group that I'm a part of, and it's really, I don't know, it's cool. It's a real full circle on one of those. Aww. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's fun. It's so special. It's fun. Great. I think this feeds right into our first segment. I think it does, too. Yeah. So to kick things off, we're going to do a princess or peasant moment. So this is a royal success or a royal fail from the last week. (laughs) Who should go first? I can go. All right. I have something. You have something. I do. Uh, My boyfriend and I got to celebrate Disneyland. uh, Valentine's Day a little bit early. We Mm -hmm. got to celebrate Disneyland. My brain is broken today. You got what I was saying. Yeah. I did. <laughs> uh, we went to Valentine's Day. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. We're not Good there yet. Lord, it's already warm in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My boyfriend and I got to go to Disneyland mm. and celebrate Valentine's Day. There it is. First time in probably eight years or something that I've gone. Uh, and it was very fun. They did their like first time ever like Valentine's Day extravaganza like hearts all over main street i don't know first time ever yeah they did like a valentine's day themed thing through they've the park. never done that they've never done that wow. okay i know isn't that crazy it was like in celebration of mickey and minnie's 90th anniversary oh, oh good for them yeah Congrats, guys. What a couple. What a couple. I don't even know like what anniversary is that that surpasses gold or platinum or any of that stuff yeah i don't know I was right. going to try to think of a Disneyland theme thing, but Magic. nothing came to mind. 
turkey legs. <laughs> oh, I was like going the way of Tinkerbell in the castle, but turkey legs works. That's yeah. great. <laughs> it's the Dole Whip anniversary. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, but anyway, we went to dinner at this place called, uh, it's inspired by the Carthy Circle Theater. Oh, it's cool. a restaurant that's in uh, California Adventure Park. And somehow we got, like, upgraded to a private room. Whoa. And so we were, like, dining in this fancy restaurant in this private room, and people, like, kept walking by and, like, looking in and being like, oh, my God, oh, my God, who do you think that is? Who do you think that is? Da, 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 da. And we were sitting there and be like, we're just normal people. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I so would have thought long. it was John Stamos. <laughs> Because I know he loves Disneyland. Does he? Yeah. Really? That's hilarious. And I just, I'm always looking around for him. For He's John. He's so gorgeous. Oh my gosh. So gorgeous. I did meet him once. He kissed me on the cheek. Ooh. I played it very Was it cool. at Disneyland? No, it was okay. not. It was, um, he was seeing Rent when Joey Fatone was in Rent and I went to see it. <laughs> and he was there. That's a different type of Disneyland. Yeah, in New York, yeah. This is getting way out of track, but did you guys watch... Uh, you on Netflix? No. Oh my god, I'm friends with the author. You are? Yes. It is actually a little bit of a crazy story. So, okay, you want me to tell it? Yeah. yeah. Even though it's more off track? No. And we're always off track. Okay, okay. So, I read the book and it was like a five star on um, that app for me. What's the Goodreads? App? What? Yeah, Goodreads. Goodreads. That's yeah. a good app. If you read, you should get it. Even if it's just for yourself. I don't really use the social aspects of it, but it's a nice place to keep track in your brain of what you read. Anyway, so it was a five-star for me, which is rare. I mean, I don't give those away for free, okay? <laughs> and, um, and I read a lot of psycholo- psychological thrillers, and some of them can be, like, you know, a little redundant. But this one, I was like, whoa, that one was good. So then my friend went to some luncheon with somebody, and she posts a picture on Instagram of her and her and her, someone else, and Caroline Kepnes. And I'm like, hey, how do you know the author of my favorite book right now? And she was like, oh, she's just friends, you know, friends with my friend. So we arranged a dinner and we all went to dinner. And this was like just when the show was like what? getting picked up and she oh told us all God. about it. Anyway, she's really cool. So now I'm friends with the author. And yeah, and so she, you know. Did you tell her that you love her book so much? Of course. Yes, she oh signed gosh. it. She brought us the part two, you know, and signed it and everything. And then oh I got to God. read the second uh, version of it. Yeah. Ooh. It's, it's really cool. A lot of the second version takes place right um, at you, like near. They even take classes at UCB Theater, which is really? where most of us met. Yeah, yeah. all of us met. All at of the, us met there. The improv theater over there, and they mention you know La Poubelle and birds and all these places where we eat and stuff. It's really cool. That's crazy. Oh my, God. Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yes, but yes, I've watched you. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that show. If you haven't watched it, is very good. Have you watched it? I haven't watched it yet. Okay, it's good, but read the book. First, it's crude. I'll, I'll go back and read the book now. Yeah. It's, but am I going to get creep? Like, am I going to get scared to a point? No. I am a okay. huge chicken. Yeah. And I was able to watch. Like, it's creepy. But yeah, like, but you not won't... like you can't go to the bathroom at night creepy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's more what like I was checking. if you meet a guy, you'll be like, might mm. think twice. Like, but that's good. Yeah. <laughs> It's all enough before you give him all of your, you know. Okay. Yeah. Um, but John Stamos is. This is not really a spoiler, but John Stamos is in that show, yeah. and like, it was so funny because you get so wrapped up into like the story, and you're like, "Ooh, where's this going? Story, story, story!" And then all of a sudden, it's like, "What the fuck is John Stamos doing here?" Right. I know what you mean. But I love his little gruff, like the the yeah. fade. He looks hot. I he mean, does. Please. It's a new John Stamos. How could he ever not? Look? He's He's ridiculously 
gorgeous looking, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he just is. Let's be honest. Yeah, he's he beautiful. Is. I love it. So, yeah, that was my princess moment. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I, sometimes we'll be talking about something and I'm like, how did we get here? How did we get here? here? Yep, that was my princess moment. But oh. I will also say, in preparation for this show today, I was thinking about what I was going to say and I was like, I feel like the last few weeks I've had too many princess moments and I feel like it's going to, karma's going to come back to mm. get me soon. Oh, so, wow. I'm on the edge now. <laughs> Marla looks right. terrified. I know. I'm like, no. <laughs> don't have peasant moments forever after this. I actually went into the archives for my princess moment because it had to do with our guest. Oh. So I went to go see Santina in a taping of One Day at a Time. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, yeah. Oh. And the second I said I was there to see Santina, it was like first class <gasps> treatment. Cool, I didn't know this. I got the best parking spot. They practically, like, I didn't have to wait in line. They were like, oh, you're friends with Santina? I was like, yeah. They were like, come with us. Pulled me out of line. What? Got right to my seat. It was beautiful. I felt like such a freaking princess. I love that. And I just was like, it's because I know Santina. Were you just walking around set being like, did I mention that I know Santina? What else will this get me? It got me a bottle of water, too. They were like, do you want anything? I was like, I'll take some water. What kind of water was it? Just set water. (laughs) (laughs) That's where the princess moment ended. Wow. But yeah, I like... That's a great memory. It was fantastic. It was so much fun going to see her. And then I got... And then, that was before the show even started. And then I got to watch her perform with all these amazing people. That's pretty rad. That makes me feel like a princess. You are. Or a queen. Mm. You are the queen. <laughs> <laughs> and what um, about you? Me, um, well, my, so this, the woman I go to, to wax my eyebrows, the salon closed, so she's been doing house calls. Oh. And so she came over on Monday to do an eyebrow wax for me and um, told me last time she did that she had gone to Japan and bought all these really cool, like, facial Ooh. Products and things <gasps> like so, masks, like yeah, like good expensive creams and stuff. So I had her also do a facial for me, but since you know she doesn't have a salon right now, it was just like in my room, <gasps> and so I was like, Alexa, play spa music, you know, because it was I had to set <laughs> oh my, my own kind of mood. Yeah, but it was cool because I was just laying on the bed and my own. Comfort oh, of my God. own home. That's a damn dream. That is a dream to get a facial and not have to fucking leave your house. Yeah, yeah, I didn't have to leave my house. And then I just, it was a Monday. So then my friend just came over later that night and we watched The Bachelor on my couch. Oh my goodness. Oh. And it was a very princess day. I think she won princess or she peasant. <laughs> not that it's a competition. Yeah, I didn't realize until now that Marla apparently thinks this is a competition. <laughs> it's all a competition. God damn. <laughs> That's hilarious. Cool. Well, let's get into the news, shall yeah. we? Uh, so in the headlines, this is our segment to discuss everything that's happening with the royals right now, from love and romance to family feuds. And this week, we are going to be discussing a scandal that has been going ongoing for a couple, a couple months, months now. now. Though I feel like, based on his age, it's probably been going on <laughs> in-house for a while. <laughs> it's just become public recently. It's a public scandal recently. So, as of this week, Philip uh, has quit driving. Now, Marla, would you mind filling us in on 
the history of the situation. I feel like you're really oh yes, I am very into this Philip and his <laughs> license thing. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, so hit so us. recently, this woman came out because she was very angry. Um, she'd been in an accident, so Philip was coming out of Balmoral. Balmoral, I think, mm-hmm. and I'm sure our listeners will tell us if we're getting the wrong land. <laughs> anyway, he. <laughs> He hit this woman and her friend and a baby, and the woman got. Oh, I didn't a, know there was a baby in. There was a baby in the back of the car, so the woman broke her wrist. The I, other I woman's bet. legs were all cut up. The baby was fine, but it was still like a nine-month-old baby, so people were freaked out. This should be a marketing campaign for the baby on board signs. I know, even though we've we've really shunned those in the past. <laughs> I'm just saying they could rebrand by making they this could. a thing. So he hit them, and then the woman was mad because he didn't even issue an apology. What? Like, nothing really happened to him. I it mean, was, I can't believe that he didn't just, like, quit driving after that happened, you know? Like, that should have been, like, the apology oh, tour of, like... Philip is who? So Prince Philip is... Prince. Um, is Queen Elizabeth's husband. Why is he driving? That's... Okay. I mean, besides so he, the fact that he's, he's old. He's 97. That's what I said. Why is he driving? Don't they have people who drive that's them? That's what I'm saying. See, my philosophy, which I have told Erica, is that probably when you don't have to drive, you're like, oh, this is this fun thing that other mm-hmm. people usually do for me. Uh, I don't know if that's... A, uh, it's not... A, I don't know if that's something that I would think is, like, a fun activity. Like... Maybe it's... I know there I are people know. who like to take a drive. Mm-hmm. But I will say, like, okay, I moved to Los Angeles, and I really haven't driven since I've been here. I don't like it. You haven't driven at all? Mm, in the beginning, but then I decided I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally scared. I don't really like driving. I don't really like... I feel like when I grew up in a suburb, mm-hmm. and so... It's a lot. It's just easier to drive in a suburb. You don't have too much... You don't have to worry about people walking across the street or whatever. And then, I mean, I grew up just outside of Manhattan, so I've driven in Manhattan before, but that's a city, but it's so slow because it's the city, so there's people walking, but you're driving, like, inch by inch by inch almost. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like L.A. takes those two things and puts them together with the speed of the suburbs, but the the (laughs) passenger, you know, the whatever of the city and I feel like I'm in a video game and I don't like it I don't like it that's fair I grew up in small town Canada yeah so one place I lived in didn't even have like parking restrictions wait what do you mean by that well like there's part like you you could park park anywhere anywhere. it's like rural Canada okay as long as you're not killing something like you just cool (laughs) leave it there wow it's like and then I also grew up in a small town, uh-huh. which I think there's like one street with meters on it. Oh my goodness. This yeah. is fun. People are out. Like, <laughs> I grew up in Southern California, so it's all I know, baby. Outrage over paying for parking. They just put in this new arena, a new hockey arena. Do you really? Town? Mm hmm. Uh huh. And people are angry because they have to pay for parking. Oh. And that's not a thing. Like, that's, people in my town just aren't used to paying for parking. That's absurd. Right. Huh. And there's like, Every day there's like letters to the editor in the paper about it. Good lord. People are upset. 
Yeah, I don't know. Also, because I have a, I use a wheelchair, and so I had in New Jersey a big van, like a minivan with mm. the ramp that comes yeah. out. And so in a parking lot, you park in the van accessible space, you're kind of like good. I mean, it, it, sometimes it would be a challenge mm-hmm. to find people would double park or park in the blue right. lines, and that would drive me crazy, whatever. But here, there's like I, this thing where you park on the street, and then if... I, oh, yeah. I don't know. There's cars flying by. I don't have enough time to get out. I know there are people. I'm using this as an excuse for sure. There are definitely <laughs> people who are in wheelchairs who drive all around LA and they're doing a great job. But I'm I'm gonna use it whenever I can as my little excuse. And this is the time I'm using. I'm t- using the card. I mean, I think that's valid. And I think if I was a royal, I would be like, hell no, I'm not gonna drive. Well, even Put ever since I was little, before I even could drive, I always said. You know, if I ever won the lottery, you know, people said, what's the first thing you would do if you won the lottery? And I said, get a driver. Oh, and anytime I, I played guess. MASH as a kid, I always said limo with a driver was always yes. my, one of my car choices, that I, the one I wished to get. I yeah. just have never been interested in driving. And if I was a friggin' prince, there's no <laughs> way I would be driving. <laughs> Marla yeah, keeps yeah, yeah. putting the photo of him up because he truly looks, looks like the Grim Reaper. He's very, like... I don't know if this was taken after the accident and the airbag went off and he's got bruised oh, I eyes. I didn't consider that. But it is something. Like, we you need to post looks like, this. Did you ever see that movie? God, this is mean. Nothing But Trouble with Demi Moore and Chevy Chase. <laughs> no. And they get, like... I'm excited where this is going, though. Yeah, where is this going? Well, they get... Um, <laughs> you got to see it. They they get pulled over and they get like stuck in this weird creepy mansion and John Candy plays this woman and Dan Aykroyd plays this judge and that's what he looks like and anyone who's oh my seen gosh. the movie knows I'm gonna look it up tonight. Is. Yeah, that's. But yeah, I think it's just the novelty. He's 97 and he's bored out of his mind and he wants to drive. It was like a Range yeah. Rover or something. He was a big car. He was in a Range Rover? He was in like a big thing. So This is ridiculous. I can't believe he's even allowed to drive. I mean, I know his eyesight can't be. Well, besides his age, I mean the fact that he's royalty to me. Yeah. Don't aren't there doesn't he have to be surrounded by people at all times? Don't you remember that Mandy Moore movie where she was <laughs> Like the prince, president's daughter, or who was it? And she wasn't allowed to do anything. I feel like he wouldn't be allowed. I wrong? know. There are so many things about this story that just feel so sketchy. Like, I feel yeah. like there's something Oh, but deeper they did test not. him for alcohol. So, correction. Came out okay? He was near Sandringham Estate in Norfolk. And he was pulling out of the driveway. We're doing a little fact check here. Yeah. He was pulling out of the driveway when he crashed into the car and the car overturned. He didn't even get out of the drive. He was pulling out of the driveway? He was pulling out of the driveway. Jeez Louise. And both women were treated and released from, of all ironies, the Queen Elizabeth Hospital in Kingsland. That's hilarious. funny. Do you think that they're really in love? I mean, as in love as any royal is. Hot takes. What does that mean? Well, I feel like around the time they got married, like, okay, okay, there were okay, very okay. strict I rules. I thought you were making like a statement about Kate and William and Meghan and Harry. Are you? I mean, I still think there's rules and they... But more so for Elizabeth and Philip's time. Okay. She couldn't just marry anyone. Yeah. I feel like Harry's the first person to quote really? unquote marry anyone. You mean like marry in terms of love? Yeah. I mean, because other people are married. 
Right, but like if you look at where like they have to be of a certain lineage and oh, of, what was was Kate very? Kate was the first like they made a big deal about Kate because she was the first commoner. Right, that's who I thought. Right. Yeah. Wasn't because she from like a wealthy family or something? She's like from a wealthy family, but they wouldn't necessarily like they were made fun of because her mom was a flight attendant and then they owned this party planning business. Mm. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, totally fun. And like did well. She clearly did well. She went to private school and all that stuff, but they wouldn't be as wealthy mm-hmm. as, you know, the people that Prince Harry and Prince William were rolling with. Hmm. Anyway, well, I feel relieved to know that Philip is off the streets. Yes. <laughs> He's done. But hey, to keep your license bed. until 97? Yeah. Good for you. Is it good for you though? He almost killed a baby. <laughs> This is I mean, common in, with a in caveat. older people. Yeah. They always they want to keep their their um sense of independence. Independence, yeah, right? You don't want to start losing once you yeah. once you start losing things. It's like the same reason why a lot of of older people don't want to succumb to using a wheelchair or to a mm-hmm. walker because they feel like they're giving up, they're getting old. It's a symbol of of old age. Yeah. But, you know, just relax, just do it, especially if you're a ro- please I, if I were a royal, I definitely wouldn't be driving, no. and I'd probably be in a wheelchair anyway, even if I didn't have to. Because I'd be like, I don't, not, I don't have to walk, I don't have to do anything. Yeah, don't they have people to do everything for them? That's all. What, the that things. was my point. Is mm-hmm. like, isn't that like a perk? I just know my grandfather. I, mm-hmm. I think the worst day of his life was the day he lost his license. I know, I know. And he talks about it. it to this day. And he was ninety. Yeah. And he's ninety six now. Yeah. And like. I'm just saying, Philip got to hang on to his for okay. an extra year. So well, on they behalf of my grandpa, how are they not retesting? Yes, I mean, mm-hmm. I think that maybe they're just letting him get away with too much because he's Prince Philip. Because even when you said that he took an alcohol test, I'm like, okay, also, <laughs> are they going to tell the I, truth? I, or I feel like they sniffed him and they were like, nope, no vodka here. Yeah, I just think licenses need to be. When they're renewed, for sure, have to, especially mm. at a certain age, mm-hmm. don't they check your vision? I don't know. Do they do that? I mean, I'm an immigrant, so I had to full on take a written and driven test when I got here. I have to, I, and I had my license. I drove to, to my test. Yeah, we have to do that too, even from New Jersey. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has to do it. Anyway. Should we get into our next segment? Should we ever? Anyone else have some hot takes about Philip driving? No? Great. <laughs> All right. So in this next segment, we're going to do something really fun. Uh, first, because this has been a four-part ongoing series. Oh, geez. <laughs> I have great news. We have finally, fi- found, finally, <laughs> I'm struggling today. We have finally found digestive cookies. Yes. Erica's finally going to have some. You don't even know. We took a stupid quiz on, like, the first episode to try to find out who our royal person is. Okay. And there was a question about cookies. (laughs) I didn't know what one of the cookies was. Do you know what digestives are? It sounds gross, doesn't it? I don't know what it is. Oh, digestive cookies are amazing. I don't think they could possibly live up to the hubbub that it Well, no, they can't now. It's become far too dramatic. It has. But they're really good cookies. Anyway, I mentioned briefly that I didn't know what a digestive was. Marla was just out of her mind disgusted. Yeah. (laughs) 
My mom shamed me publicly when she heard the episode. We got other listeners emailing us being like, you have to try a digestive. So we have been on the hunt looking for these but Los Angeles cookies. Clearly is on Team Erica's they side are. and they do not sell digestives. They don't. You can't get what them anywhere. They? They're wow. cookies. You're in luck. Okay. okay. So, so we're gonna now try a digestive. Okay. So mm-hmm. Erica finally found some. What, at the world market? Yes. I went to the world market in Pasadena and Ooh. the funny thing about this is I <laughs> I had found that they had them online, so I knew pretty confidently that I was going to be okay going there and getting them. Right. I found them. I went up to the cashier. I put them on the counter. It was like a sweet old lady. And she was like, she looked at me and she was like, oh, great. And she said something along the lines of like, you got them. And I was like, I must have been giving her the craziest look because I was like, does this lady listen to the podcast? Does <laughs> we she, have fans of Pasadena. <laughs> does she know how hard I've been looking for these goddamn cookies? Because she was just like, was staring at me and I was like staring back at her and she finally was like, oh, we've been out for a while and we just got them back in. People have been coming in and saying like, when are you getting them back? When are you getting them back? Hilarious. Huh. So apparently I came at the right time. And you got digestive. Apparently she's not a fan of the podcast. Let well. me see. Can I see? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. The we've, packaging. We've got to try these. Yeah, we have to so try these. She got two different kinds. There's the regular ones, yeah. which is the original wheat. And then there's my favorite with the chocolate. What makes them digestives? I don't know. It's just That's a weird a good name. question. It's a wheat biscuit. It's called the original wheat biscuit, which already sounds horrible. They're really great with tea. Okay, we're going to open these up. All right. Would you like to try a chocolate one first or a regular one first? Is Cintina it looks half chocolate or all chocolate? It's just got chocolate on it. It's like it. a coated bottom. All right, as long as it's... I'll try that one. Okay, I don't great. like too much chocolate. You're going to... It's delicious. Okay, I've seen these. You know where I've seen these is like um, in a little tiny yeah, packet. They uh, In a what? You know, you get them in like little tiny. Oh, tiny little packets? at the airport or on the airplane or something. Hmm. Okay, let's try them. Just They're it? both looking just. Yes, I you eat it. It's a cookie. <laughs> what does this do with it? Oh, no. <laughs> Disaster. Has I bit into it and it crumbled. It just broke completely mm-hmm. all over. And. Okay. Okay, I'm trying to talk about one. I will say this is pretty good. Right? I'm surprised how good this is. Hmm. Yeah, not too sweet. Aren't they great? My mom said they were gonna taste like graham crackers, and they're a little like a little like a graham cracker. But I like the texture as I crunch into the mic. Mm-hmm. Oh, very good. Not bad. Mm-hmm. I will say. I mean, I wouldn't write home about this. No. I would do a four, <laughs> four podcast <laughs> arc on our podcast about it, apparently. But they're a great staple. Like they're just good tea biscuits. Hmm. Which was their main intention <laughs> I gotta say there's been so much build up for these cookies they could never have lived up to the drama that has unfolded but that was pretty I good. mean if you want like a special one then you should have got the hobnobs but what's that uh oh the quest continues it's what's another a it's another British cookie by Mc, McVitie's Okay, you can't just throw a goddamn hobnob on me. 
after I've searched for weeks for these cookies. Well, I'll see if I can find some hobnobs. <laughs> that was good. I, I'm right. Yeah, you can have good. one if you want. No, Here, no, I'm in the bag I mean, like you want another one. Go for it. I have to say, I'm Italian, and so I grew up eating mm. just the best cookies and pastries and my grandmother and my grandfather mm. cooked all the I didn't even know what an Oreo cookie was until mm-hmm. school. And or peanut what? butter and jelly. Yeah. Yeah, because we were eating You like, didn't know what it was? I know. Oh my lord. No, not until kindergarten or whenever it was the cafeteria. Yeah, because I was eating like fresh cookies, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. homemade stuff. That's yeah. lovely. I love that. So I'm very, very picky about my cookies i don't love a lot of cookies but that one was good but again yeah not something that maybe i would no it's not it's not like a dessert dessert for them it's like no, what you'd Marla, serve with you tea. can't walk this back now you have been talking up these digestives oh i love them but they're great tea cookies yeah. like you don't want a crazy special amazing thing with tea you want like a, a dunkable cookie <laughs> although if you're with the queen you don't dunk that shit because that's lowbrow mm. I will say, now that I've tried the plain one, I don't know if you want to try one of the plain ones. Not not so much a fan of the plain ones. You want a piece? Just a piece. You know what's a good cookie with tea? Brussels. Uh, Pepperidge that. Farm. Brussels. Oh, yes. Those are good. I would agree with you on that. Um, no. The plain <laughs> one is really... tastes like a manila envelope. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> it doesn't even... It tastes like... A graham cracker that someone squeezed all the flavor out of. Yes. Amen. Thank you. And I don't need the carbs. So (laughs) I just don't need those. (laughs) I used to work one summer before I went back um, to college as a caregiver in England for ladies. What? You've done so many weird... I know. (laughs) And one of the ladies I worked for insisted on having chocolate-covered digestives at least three times a day. So these well, were she mine. she grew up, that's, that's her thing. Like, I eat Stelladoro cookies. And you might taste those and be like, this is a very plain cookie, right? And, but mm. to me, it's a nostalgic okay. plain. So to her, this dry thing is probably a nostalgic <laughs> taste. But I'm telling you right now, don't bother. <laughs> if you want to try it, try the chocolate one, I guess. All right. Well, the British the British Empire is still a fan. Oh my Sorry. goodness! This is the best. All right. So um, that was just a little bit of a segue yes. into a larger topic that we're going to discuss today, which is uh, high tea or Woo! afternoon tea. So um, Santina is a tea drinker. Oh my god! Hello, Santina. Hello. Oh. <laughs> So, did your family drink tea a lot, or how did this become such a routine in your life? No, well, my, no, my family, like I said, Italian, a lot of cappuccinos, espressos, things like that. Oh, yeah. But my mom's, one of her really good friends growing up, Maggie, uh, always had tea and at her mm. house. I'm, I'm talking, like, Br- like British style, like Lipton with milk and sugar, like that kind mm-hmm. of tea. So, I grew up, you know, I, I felt like an adult, and I guess it's like... You don't give kids coffee, but I didn't feel like that bad giving the kids tea. Even though now I'm like, that was kind of like way too much caffeine to be giving oh. me at night. But that's all right. Whatever. Yeah. It's, it was the 90s, you know, like 80s, 90s, different time. So, um, okay, so that was that. And then I caffeine, like coffee always gave me a headache. 
now I realize weird I can drink espresso types of coffees, but not regular coffee. Oh, Do you know why that is? No, please tell me. It's because it doesn't have as much caffeine because the espresso like brews faster. It's just like a quick shot. It goes through the grinds faster. So it doesn't have as much caffeine as a regular coffee does. Then why do people think espresso's higher caffeinated? I don't know. (laughs) Marla's just a fount of knowledge. That's weird. I love weird facts. No, thank you. But so I can't. So yeah, so too much caffeine. And then, but then they say tea has more caffeine than coffee. Mm. But however they do it is different. It Uh just, it doesn't for me. I can drink tea and not get a headache or a stomachache. I can drink regular coffee and I'm instantly like, you know, I'm like, Like, I I just can't. (laughs) So... Then, as I got older, and I became more of like a connoisseur, mm. I started to realize, wait, there's more to tea than just Lipton, mm-hmm. right? Than just like the black English breakfast, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so then, now I have sort of like a whole thing where in the morning I drink black tea, chai or Earl Grey or something like that. And then if it's afternoon, then I go for a green or a white tea, no, I don't like plain green tea, though. Yeah. It has to be like a flavor green tea. And then at night, I do the herbals, the chamomiles, the sleepy times, whatever. My goodness. Yeah. So you have a whole routine, a tea routine. I have a tea ru- a ru- a routine. A so- routine. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say your favorite tea was, if you had to pick one? I think if I could only ever one, it would probably be something like... Um, I don't know. It'd have to be like a I don't know. I was really hoping you were going to pick Queen Elizabeth's favorite. What is it? Earl Grey. Oh, I like Earl Grey, but I can't <laughs> see. But that's like not a Desert Island tea because right. you can't have that at night. I'd have to pick maybe a white or something mm. like that's like mid-caffeine so I could mm. drink it at night or All drink it long. in the day. Is Earl Grey your favorite? I do feel I like have you've a said favorite? that before, Earl Grey. I do like Earl Grey. I did Is drink it, it this morning. I like it in the morning. Okay. But it's same thing. I can't drink it at night. No. Hmm. Yeah. I like a good Earl Grey. I mean, I love different types of tea. I also love coffee, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love coffee. I'm a I coffee l- drinker. I, I love chamomile or, like, lavender chamomile is something I've been mm, drinking lately at good. night. It's, like, calming. So Yeah. Yeah. I'll go through phases where I, like, drink tons of mint tea. Mm-hmm. And then ginger. I love ginger as mm. well. Um, do you guys happen to know the history of afternoon tea? No, please tell us, Erica. Well, uh, we did some research, and we found that um, it emerged as a social event sometime around the 1830s or 1840s. And uh, it basically started because uh, Anna Marie Russell, who was the Duchess of Bedford, Uh, started to feel okay so basically they would eat kind of like a light meal around noon like before lunch was really a thing and then they wouldn't have dinner until like well after 7 30 so like that's a long time to be you know mealless and so this duchess uh started to feel hunger pangs and ordered tea and snacks to her bedroom chamber uh, and so they brought all these refreshments, and uh, sh- she loved it, and it became a habit. And then it kind of caught on with, like, the upper crust, and it was, like, a big fancy thing that people used to do. So now afternoon tea is generally served around 3 or 4 p.m., mm-hmm. 
with uh, crustless finger sandwiches, dainty scones, cakes, macaroons, and other tempting nibbles, according Mm. to this article from NPR. (laughs) Thank you, NPR. Um, Yeah, and then I thought it was really interesting, too, because they also said that uh, they made a big point to say that like you don't want to appear hungry at this meal. That's like a big faux pas. You want to show restraint. Act classy. I mean, don't show up hungry to a finger sandwich yeah. party. You're going to be disappointed. You'll look a fool. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. So um, we have some tea here. Ooh. Uh, courtesy of Starbucks. <laughs> Not an ad for Howard Schultz and his presidential no. campaign because no. he can go away. <laughs> And definitely not uh, as classy as what they would drink for afternoon tea. But you know what? We're low budget here. But you know what? The queen in her afternoon tea, it's actually just, I don't know if it's Twinnings or Twinings. Mm -hmm. She just has like packaged tea. Really? Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Now see, if you're not a tea drinker, but you're a weed smoker, Mm -hmm. let me break it down for you. Black tea is like your sativa. Now, green and white tea is sort of like your hybrid, right? You're going to want to just more do that, you know, if you're maybe have somewhere to go, but maybe not. And then herbal tea is your indica or as they say, indica couch is the way to remember. This is hilarious. I don't think I ever would have considered. No, herbs are mixing those it's all the same. Two parallels. There you go. It's all herbs. I don't know if I would say that it's the same. <laughs> well, if you if you live in my apartment, it's, it's all the same. <laughs> they go together. <laughs> um, so what I got us was the Starbucks uh, Royal English Breakfast. Oh, wow, fancy! I love that they have that. Uh, but, okay, so Marla turned me on to a wonderful YouTube video. Oh, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> um, from William Hansen, who is a UK etiquette coach and broadcaster. Uh, and so he has this great YouTube video. We'll link if you would like to watch yourself. Yeah. Um, but I went ahead and took his tips. And so we're going to go through these, okay? Yes, Are you guys please. ready to learn how to have some... Afternoon tea? I can't wait to be proper. (laughs) All right. So I forgot to get napkins. Uh, (laughs) But traditionally, you're supposed to take the napkin, which he said you should never call a serviette. Am I pronouncing that right? Mm -hmm. Good, because I never do. Who says that? I don't know. But you're supposed to take it, and you're supposed to place it on your lap with the crease facing you. I love that he said, don't call it a serviette. It just feeds into, like, the English-French clash. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh. oh, you want to use the French word for that? No. Oh, uh, interesting. Serviette okay. is, like, napkin in French. But That's who's using is. that term in English? It is, like, one of those, you know how, like, some words sort of carry over, and we okay. say it, even though it's, like... French, we would say it in English anyway. Yeah, like fiance, but like, yeah. Who's saying this? Is a my serviette? point. Yeah. Yeah. I've. You've said it. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it's a Canada. Well, I mean, we also have more French people there too. Yeah, so sometimes, like, sometimes I've noticed there's more French vernacular. Mm. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. the English, just because it's a yeah. weird merge. Hybrid. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, that's the first one. Okay. Very interesting. Um, 
you're also, we've already broken this rule, you're also only supposed to use loof, loose leaf tea with a tea strainer. Yeah. Sometimes I do that, but that is a whole extra step, I have to say. Step. I mean, I don't even boil water. I have myself one of those. This is like a, a need to have for me in my mm-hmm. home is a hot water or heater, yeah. cooler, you know, like it's at the doctor's office. I have that. So when I want tea, I'm talking it's in my mouth within five seconds of what I want it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe three minutes because you got to steep a few. But, like, that's it. I'm not waiting for the water to boil. And it's sometimes – there. I do have some teas that people have gifted me, and they're so delicious and fancy. If I'm really in the mood, I'll do it. But, God, that's – It's a lot of work. work. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're two for two failed. Okay. <laughs> um, then, would either of you like cream and sugar? I have, you know, little packaged sugars. I do. I do a little bit of milk. Okay. It's half and half. That was all sure. Starbucks had. I hope that's sufficient. Well, it's oh. white liquid. <laughs> that shouldn't be a caveat. Okay. I have to take out the tea bag. That's what I want to do. Yeah, I know. We, it's uh, real strong. It's real strong. I forgot to take them out. I'm, I really apologize, guys. No. Okay, here. Where do I put it? Uh, here, um, let's put it in this tray. This is another game I play often at my home. <laughs> Just holding a tea bag in the air. Okay. Um, ah! You all right? Yeah, I just poured some on me. From We're doing so well at this team game, it's guys. So, it's also, so I have to great. say, digestive's very good with tea if you want to. Oh, I also. That would be definitely against the rules. But if you want to break would? rules, dunking digestives. Oh, dunking them. Would you like any cream or sugar? Um, do you usually put cream and sugar in your? I do, but I'm gonna do none for now. Okay, I've already done that twice today. Okay, you know. Yeah, I understand. And I'm just. Okay, so uh, if you were to put cream and sugar in, you're supposed to stir your tea back and forth. He said in a six and twelve motion, oh, not yeah. around in a circle like a little peasant. Like no, a dirty little peasant. I will do a six and twelve motion with a stick. Yeah. Not a not a spoon. Spoon. But look at this six and twelve. Look at that. You okay. have a nice wrist motion. Beautiful. I thought it was interesting because he said that, which I don't know if I scientifically think this is accurate, but he said that if you stir it in a circle, the the sugar is just going to sit at the bottom. It's not going to dissolve. I find that hard to believe. It seemed like a fallacy they tell young prince and princesses so that they <laughs> never stir it in a circle like well, a dirty yeah. peasant. Yeah. Because it also says it's quieter and prevents splashing. Yeah, I so feel like that's, that's the like, biggest part. Yeah, that's like when my nonna told me if you don't make your bed, a ghost will sleep under your covers. Oh. not Probably not true, but I always at the very least flipped my sh- you know sheets up. <laughs> Did you ever, if you forgot to make your bed, like were you worried that there was a ghost in there? I always flipped my covers up at least. <laughs> That's, it worked. The look on her face was like, I never did that. It so. scared me. Crazy lady. That's you know, to the They were always made. So I think that's why they. All right. Um, he also made a point to say that uh, when you eat your sandwiches, you have to eat them with your fingers, not with a knife and fork. Thank you. Okay. I don't know who was trying to eat them with a knife and a fork, but now you know. Sandwiches. Um. <laughs> He also was talking about scones, but said that it's pronounced scones. Scone, yeah. You knew I that? would never say that, but yes, people say scone. Why? Who knows? But did you know the scones uh-huh. <laughs> that they serve at 
Buckingham Palace, oh. I guess, are just tiny. Like oh, the size of a that's quarter. That's not the scone that he had in the video. No, it wasn't. But I guess they're just tiny. And um, apparently Queen Elizabeth isn't really a big fan because she's known for taking them and crumpling them up and feeding them to the corgis. <gasps> oh, that's cute, though. But also hilarious. It's cute in a sense, but it also feels like a little sassy. Totally sassy. Your scones to the dogs? That's all right. <laughs> She should be a little sassy, don't you think? I mean, she is. If that's the sassy she is, at least it's, like, kind sassy. So I got some oh, of these got some vanilla bean scones. Ooh. And they're little. They're little. So they're, like... I thought I was doing something wrong by getting the little ones, but wow. lo and behold... Oh, my gosh, there was a little dog in here before we started. Maybe I could find Aww. him and, and give him my scone. And then <laughs> I don't want... Just to. like the queen. See, this I love. This oh, is the little scone. Mm-hmm. Mm. And you're not supposed to cut scones. You're supposed to um, break them in half with your hands. Yeah. I love all this uh, finger, finger etiquette. Finger yeah. Mm-hmm. Who knew? Um, I Yum. just want to give props mm. real quick to the gentleman at Starbucks. I ordered three, and he said we had four in the box, so I just gave you all four. Aww. That was very nice. Aww. Thanks, guy at Starbucks. Yeah. I don't know your name. I didn't bother to find out. <laughs> this is good. No, it, it is very good. What is it, lemon? It's like a vanilla bean. I think it has like a hint of lemon in it. Oh my god, very good. This is delicious. Um, he oh. also uh, in the video had a whole bit about how you're supposed to. I, I couldn't really follow this part, but uh, you're supposed to in some regions put your clotted cream first mm. before your jam, and in other regions, jam before the cream. So. I think it's a Devonshire cream mm-hmm. is a little bit runnier, so some people like it to like soak in to the mm-hmm. scone mm-hmm. before you put your jam. <laughs> and then I really appreciate that we've all adopted scone. At this point. <laughs> I feel like an honor, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and I'm I am a royal. <laughs> there is a place in Larchmont called Bricks and Scones, and they have. <laughs> Please just like always say scone until everybody's like, what? what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> it's scone. <laughs> oh, really? Google it. Um, I think that it's delicious. They, they have a whole, you can get a whole thing. It comes with tea and then scones and clotted cream. Really? Oh, really? Where, yeah, and it's so, so good. Oh, my gosh. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. It's fun. Um, William also made a point to say, you should never sandwich the two sides of your scone together and eat them as a sandwich, so what? Dikasse. <laughs> you know, like if you separate them and put mm-hmm. your cream and jam, you shouldn't put them back together. Oh right no, up. that's a crazy person. <laughs> it cuts the whole your whole flavor time in half. I know. If you do that, I like toppings more than I like yeah scones or scones. Wait, I'm not understanding what you're cream saying. Cream and jam, dude. You yeah. get double the amount if you keep them separate. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big waste. Unless you're in a huge rush, which I if never... you are, maybe don't sit down and order tea and scones. And then, <laughs> yeah, scones. it just doesn't make any sense because you want to really take. I love clotted cream if you never mm. had it. I don't think so I've ever had it. Delicious. Oof. <laughs> it's, good. it's a lot. I don't know why I was imagining that someone would separate them. When I was watching this part of the video, I was imagining someone would separate them do both sides with both and then put it together so that it would be the same amount. That's still, you could have double the pleasure. Yeah. Okay. 
I mean, I'm not arguing with you guys. I'm just telling you what my imagination the was. The clotted cream lovers are saying you got to separate <laughs> yeah, so, that shit yeah. and enjoy it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and also, you could potentially have two different flavors of jam, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is also fun if you keep it separated. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. I think that's very valid. Yeah. So um, they also mentioned that when the pastry time comes, mm-hmm. pastry time. Mm-hmm. Pastry time. That you should use a fork to eat your pastries, but it needs to be up. The fork needs to be upturned and in your right hand. Mm. Sorry, lefties. Well, no, because when you're eating dinner, mm-hmm. it should be in your left hand. And Marla's acting so matter of fact about this, as if everybody eats their dinner with their left hand. Do you? I'm not saying Cindy? I do it, but if you're in like. I don't do it, but I know if you're cutting meat and you're a righty, then you're supposed to hold your fork in your left hand. Okay. Uh, that's just... That the, seems like... S- I, you should always do... Like, if you're a... <laughs> do, no, no, no. But if you're, like, at a... Fancy. A, a fancy thing, you mm-hmm. should always keep it in your... Hmm, in left. your left? Mm-hmm. And, but facing down. That's awkward. And eating like this. Oh, yeah. It's very awkward. Huh. I could not eat spaghetti with my left hand. Or like some sort of. Like, I don't think I could either. I, I don't would think starve. I starve. I'm gonna try it. Let us right yeah, back. I Let will. us know how it goes. Like, cause I, you know, you twirl, and then it's the spoon is in my left hand and the fork is in my right hand. You know, if you do. I the, feel like that's there's an exception for some things. Like spaghetti feels like an exception. I don't know. I guess I don't they're know probably if not serving a William lot. William Hansen would feel that way. I don't know. No exceptions for this guy. He's a stickler. Did you guys ever have like etiquette classes? Like, no. did you have no. to go to that? Oh, my cousins did, and I did. Yeah, I frowned you upon did? them. Did yeah, for what? Like etiquette school, like, like how a... to walk properly and how to use like the proper utensils. I'm and... from New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely didn't have that. <laughs> no. oh yeah, you goodness. always use the middle finger on your left hand when someone cuts you off. <laughs> No. I want to go to a Jersey <laughs> etiquette school. <laughs> Sign me up for that class. Oh. You need to write that <laughs> that live show of, like, Jersey etiquette. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, and last but not least, when you use your napkin, dab your mouth. Don't wipe. Yeah. That makes Seems a lot of sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makeup. Do you need help? <laughs> Always. <laughs> I always need help. Can I do something for you? There's a lot of things happening, people. I've got scones and tea and... Well, now we're all... I didn't follow the rule of don't seem hungry because I have devoured everything that's been handed to me. Like, yes, I will stick that whole thing in my mouth. But then also corrected people on etiquette. So there's that. But you also, have. these scones are less dry than mm-hmm. the digestive, whatever. Mm-hmm. They're they're much... they're. They're not dry. Scones sometimes are dry. Mm-hmm. I'm just yeah. saying scones forever. Let's just keep now. saying scones. Pack. I like scones. A pack in this room. We're never. <laughs> At the beginning, I was pretty anti-scones, but now that we've all adopted it, I'm feeling more on board. Yeah. I would be embarrassed, though, if I went to a place and ordered it. I don't know. I want to see the reaction if you go to Bricks and Scones. If you're like, I would like a scone, please. Don't you think that they know, though, probably, the people Maybe. who work there? Do you think they know? No. I say no. The people who own it, maybe, but not the not the people workers. just hired. No. Uh, but if you said it like that, <laughs> then I think they would assume you are correct. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's right. I'm just going to start saying everything like that so that people always think I'm correct. 
<laughs> but you should only order like that, but then talk normally the rest of the time. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I will have a digestive and just gone. <laughs> like Giada. <laughs> I guarantee you they do not sell digestives at my cafe. <laughs> no, they don't sell digestives anywhere. anywhere. We've learned that. World market, people. You can always go to Staples and just eat some paper. Right? <laughs> Sorry. Hey, man, I'm like so glad to have an ally on this show. <laughs> All right, well, that was fun. That was. We have um, we have a special segment now. <laughs> I just ruined all the rules by dumping everything from our tea party on the ground. <laughs> You're welcome, everyone. All right. How Am many like- stirs did you think we were going to need? You know what? I just was, like, throwing stuff in the tray. <laughs> I was worried that I might spill something, and then I'd still have extras. It's okay. This is a safe space. Thank you. <laughs> I just... There are... Oh my god, it's putting me on stir blast. <laughs> well, I think there's nine in there. Nine stirs. Just in case we need to practice on the. the it's true. What is it? Yeah, I just. Six to, six I thought to you 12. guys might like break them mm-hmm. by stirring too aggressively. Yeah. Didn't want that to happen. So. No. Well, okay. better to have it and not need it than need it and not have Thank it. Thank you. I also got like 500 packets of sugar and <laughs> we used none. So. That's okay. Thank you, Starbucks. <laughs> Please make your CEO stop running for president. <laughs> anyway. So our last segment is a going full Markle. And I don't know if you guys heard about this, but she um, recently was helping out in a kitchen that was making lunches for sex workers. And she decided that she would write messages on the bananas. <laughs> so she told everyone that she was in charge of banana messaging and wrote, like, you are strong. This story is so crazy to me. I cannot believe it's real. (laughs) You are beautiful. Like, all sorts of different messages on these bananas with a Sharpie. Now, she did get a little bit of flack for this. Oh. From one of the sex workers. (gasps) Because they were on bananas? Well, no. Basically, she was like... (laughs) I thought maybe it was too phallic and it was, like, traumatic. No? Oh, God. (laughs) Basically, they figured, like, okay, you've got a lot of sway and money, and mm-hmm. you're just going to write messages on bananas. That is pretty ignorant. But the other, she, but she, she was, was writing messages on bananas. Here. I mean, yeah. what was she supposed to do? She's trying. Put a diamond around the stem of every banana? I mean, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Be kind. She she'd, was there. She'd read an article that it helped, like some people were doing it in kids' lunches and it was oh. helping build their confidence. Yeah. And so when she saw them putting the bananas, she was like, oh, I, I, saw, I read this article that it was really helpful to read these like powerful messages during lunch and like maybe we can write on the bananas. So I think it was done with the right intention. Of right course intentions. it was. You can't do anything anywhere in the world without people offending somebody. Yeah. So, you know. Totally. Can't let that influence your no, activities. No, that was cute that she did. To me, that's like, I don't know much about the royals, but to me, that's like a very um, just like us moment where it's like, oh, that's cute. She read an article. She wanted to, you know, like that's yeah. something that maybe I would do if I were, I've never volunteered well, at a sex kitchen or whatever it's called. Sex kitchen. I've never Sex had. worker. But, well, you're in luck because- oh, I read the article, <laughs> and now I wanted us to try it. So oh, I brought us all bananas and Sharpies. Oh. I'm going to get in my bag. Okay. I love this. 
I don't know. I'm just so, not, mad. I'm not mad at her for that. I'm not mad at her either. I can see where the woman's criticism comes from. Like, I feel like if I was a sex worker, I'd be like, really? Is yeah, this but what I need? maybe... Sh- how do we know they didn't also donate money or something? That's true. Uh, I mean, they probably did, didn't they? I'm sure I they did. I'm like sure. One of their charities. Right? I'm sure they did. And so this was just like a little extra bonus personal thing she wanted to do. Yeah. So just like let it be let that. It be. Yeah. That's I get right. that. One thing that I will say, I'm curious to hear your guys' opinions on, is I know that it's appeal, but. Are we not concerned that the Sharpie toxins... I am. That's what I was thinking. The Sharpie toxins are going to go into the banana? I mean, it's a pretty thick peel, maybe. I feel like we need to do that test of, like, writing on it and then unpeeling it and see how far... Uh, if how we can far see the, sunk in. the ink through the peel. And now it's a health podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to write messages to each other. Okay. So how are we doing this? Just just write, write whatever, a message, whatever, whatever message you want. Okay. <laughs> I don't think um, Megan would approve of mine. I don't know if she'd approve of mine either. Santina looks really into this activity. I can only see her face, and she is smiling from ear to ear. I don't know what the theme is supposed to be. All right, so, so should we either. just like pass them to the person next to us or something? Oh, that's and have- nice. Okay. Or do we want to read our own? No, we can pass them. All right. Okay, here we go. What are we doing? Okay. Okay. So I have Erica's. <laughs> I have Santina's. And I have Marla's. Okay, I'll go first. Yeah. yeah. Erica's says, you are appealing. <laughs> Cute. Amazing. I went with the pun version. I love it. Cute. Santina's says, aren't you glad I didn't give you a plain banana? <laughs> I'm so glad That's that we so, so far cute. all gone in the pun direction. Mine did it. Well, okay. Kind of. Marla says, you are the clotted cream to my scone. Say, oh, ha, say it right. You are the, <laughs> you are the clotted cream to my scone. Ah, uh, there you go. You can go. see how quickly my uh, instinct went back to. Went back yep. to scone. Okay, I'm going to peel this open. All right. So that we can see the ink. Oh, no, it didn't go through. Oh, yeah, it didn't go through at all. Oh, good. I'm surprised. Well, moms, if you're listening, what a fun thing to do that for... That is a yeah. fun thing. Your I would say watch. I feel like maybe these Sharpies are not super inky. What? Are they new? Who knows? Okay. I would say just test it for yourself first with your Sharpie. Because I feel like this was like a, you know, not the not fresh out of the Sharpie container. Also, teach your kid not to eat a, a dirty banana. <laughs> <laughs> You I think we can I mean. all learn that. If they the peel it, right. dirty banana. Don't eat a dirty banana. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was cute. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's our show. That's our show. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening, you guys. And thank you so much, Santina, for being on the show. It was thank lovely you. having tea with you. Such thank a joy. you so much for having me. It's lovely. Uh, well, listeners, thanks for being here with us. Remember to please subscribe. And if you enjoyed this podcast, you know what to do. Leave a review. Oh, yeah, leave a review. So have a good week and stay Stay royal. royal.